and action. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi of the D'Amelios. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. Wait, just had me think about something. I'm going to go totally off script right now. Okay. So when I was growing up, my friends used to call say my last name as D'Amelio. D'Amelio. And when we were at, we'll talk about a bunch of things that we did these last two weeks. One was going to the ESPYs, but now no doing of our own. We've never told anybody how to pronounce our last name, which was originally my last name. I don't know how to pronounce our last name. It's it's M-E-L, so it's Mel. So I've always said, and after I started to come home and say, hey, dad, everyone says... Demelio, he goes. He said, "No, our name is Demelio." So, for everyone out there, um, shout out to my my dad who <laughs> told me how to say my last name. So it's Demelio. So I've learned something today: how to say our last name. Yeah. Well, it's not Demil. Well, that's I don't even say. know. Do I say it? How do I say it? I, and it's really hard to pronounce it. I say like, Demelio with the Italian and Demelio. Okay. Say it like that for me. I don't moment. know if I can pull that Welcome off. Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other Diabellios. <laughs> so we last conversation we had, we talked about our relationship. We had a lot of really positive feedback about that. Did you did you get yes, the same? I got a lot of messages. <sighs> Do you think we hyped it up for the audience or you think our relationship and our story? No, is that, that good? was so real and I don't know what happened. I would I don't know. It just like, I feel like it's not, I don't know. You go through your days and you don't think about, oh, whenever I met Mark, like, what was I feeling? And it was just the whole conversation and you're literally sitting right in front of me. And it just like all the years of being together and kids and life. And it brought me back to before all of that. And I got super emotional. Tears of joy, would you say? Yes. Really? Yes. Why are you questioning me? So do you think you cry easily? Okay. So I never used to cry ever until I met you and you would cry at everything. Tissue commercials, puppies. Yeah. I've never cared. I'm very. Commercials during like, you know, those emotional commercials during the Super Bowl or the Olympics. And I'm sensitive, compassionate. I'm like, oh all the I've good, never all good stuff. It's all positive. Seen someone cry so much, like get a hold of yourself. And then I think it's actually after I had kids and then like, I don't know it, you have your heart walking around outside of you and your children and things get more emotional that way. And that just stuck. And now, yeah, I am easily emotional about random things. What would you, do you think I can get you to be emotional on this podcast with the topics we have to talk about? I don't, you know what, honestly, I have, feel like I have some tears like welling up, all, not welling up, but like they're on the cusp. Challenge like, accepted. <laughs> Here we go. All right, let's bring it because so, I'm not going to cry before that. Okay, so- I do want to say something with, oh, with what's happened to our kids. Um, what's happened to them? Just the notoriety, the, the, the success, things that have happened. One of the cool things that has happened to 
us is we've kind of been able to come along for the ride and been able to do really cool stuff. And for people who don't know, a lot of people know this story, but I met Heidi in New York City and she was a model in Louisiana and came up to New York to model. And she was, she did a bunch of things when we were together. And then we moved to Connecticut. We had kids and that we never really did much of that. And I think in your head, you always thought that you, and you've said this, you Mm -hmm. may model later on in life. So there have been incredible things happening with my wife, Heidi, who is right across from me. (laughs) And she's been doing, killing it on social media. We just got a note from UTA that she's one of the top creators, um, social media creators for our um, agency UTA. And then she ended up landing a um, deal with a really cool company that she actually loved, shopped at. We would go there in Connecticut and it is called Ever Eve. And I just want to say, and I'm not trying to make you cry here, but I could (laughs) not be more proud of you and your success and how you've handled this opportunity you've had. And it's just to see you living out your dreams and doing things is, is just incredible. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Mark, for that those a, kind words. Is no that a tears. Tear? No, it, no. Let me, it, let me go on. <laughs> Stop. Hmm? No, it was really fun. It was the first time I had like, I mean, we've done stuff as a family or you and I together, but the first time I've done a photo shoot on my own um, since the year 2000 21 wow. years is that right yeah wow. so that was uh, I, it was fun and the company is is great to work with every was awesome and we did a whole photo shoot so i had glam and they um rented this cool house that had if you go to every uh website you could see some of the photos on there, but this house that we rented is called the Flamingo House. It was so cool. And um, it was decorated really cool. So it was a lot of fun. And I will say I felt almost guilty taking that time for myself because I haven't really done that like that. And like, are the girls okay? Is what's Mark doing? Like, is everybody... I need to realize, like, you guys are fine without me, and I got this. But after not doing it for, you know, stuff solely for yourself for a long time, I think think other, like, moms can agree, or even dads maybe. Like, it's a weird feeling to have the day be about you. Glam was about me, the photographer, everything. And it's weird because I'm much better i feel like as a supporting role (laughs) you know for you guys but it was fun and i was super happy with how all the pictures came out and everything so shout out to every thanks for having me it was really cool thanks yeah you came to visit on set so that was fun and that the house was awesome and the pictures that you got about was really cool um let's talk about another um wasn't really a success, but let's get your perspective. Let's skip over to Celebrity Family Feud. So, look, I know as it relates to a lot of things in this family, I am the weak link, okay? 
I'm holding on. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm holding on by a thread. I'm I'm barely like they always put me on the outside of the picture <laughs> so they can just crop up. me out and we get Dixie Charlie Heidi, which is fine. That I is get such it. a lie. I get it. The 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 brands are not looking for me, and that's that's cool. I am the ultimate head coach, supporting cast mate bench player it's all good but i grew up watching family feud i am a family feud expert and the fact that no one in this family took this seriously hold on a minute there are lies being told in this room right now i was the one gathering everyone to play the board game to prep hmm did I not? Guys, come on, let's sit. And you're like, I know how to do this. I don't need. I think it would have been helpful. I wanted to practice because I honestly knew I was the wink link. I'm not weak link. I am not a quick thinker. Like I need time. And that is not what they offer when you're up there and your hands on the podium and they ask a question about Santa Claus and your mind goes blank. You know, you have to lift your hand off the podium and press the button and... <laughs> But if you okay, okay, you know what? What am I gonna do? Press the button, and then not have an answer? Isn't that worse? What did you? What? Who was? Literally, the, no thoughts came was to my it mind. Cindy Brady on the Brady Bunch. Yes. That, no, it wasn't about that. I've had that, that moment, gets, but that wasn't it. All right, so. Let, let, let's backtrack a little bit because... First of all, ooh. I said I wanted to be in the last place so hopefully they don't get to me. I was very upfront. This is not good for me. I am not going to be an asset to this team. And I was in fourth place, which meant I went up to the podium and I failed miserably because I had no thoughts in my head when I was up there. All right, so let's let's flip this. Let's Let's turn your frown upside down. I'm not frowning. Maybe you will be crying at some point, but just not of joy, of <laughs> mad at me. Again, I grew up, Price is Right, Family Feud, all the different game shows, love them, watch them. When you, when you wouldn't go to school, you'd get to see The Price is Right, I think, on the East Coast was 10 o'clock. So going to Family Feud was super cool. I remember Richard Dawson um growing up and but to go and see how it works the backstage walking up through walking like seeing the what you see on the on camera is part of it but what you see Mm -hmm. behind the scenes is 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 really cool and getting up there and it is nerve-wracking and jojo's family had a ton of energy they were so nice so cool but they they were out there to win it and we went into the final round with a chance to win and okay that question i know the question was this top how many five people serve top six people surveyed top Top 100 people surveyed top top five five answers answers on on the board here's the question Santa comes home from delivering all the presents. He gets home and what was it? His blank His is missing. His blank is missing. So you had to think about it and you had to say, it can't be something that he brought with him, right? Because so the reindeer were with him. 
The sleigh was with him, all that. Present. So what? So Mrs. Claus was missing. And then was that Were one the of the elves? I don't But then. The final answer that no one could get. Was his comfy chair. You know, I was a little annoyed by that. But I will say, it, think about any like cartoon or book with Santa. Like he's always sitting in his chair. Right. So I just like. I obviously, after the fact, I can, <laughs> in the moment, no, no, couldn't do it. But wait, I want to talk about But this. let's not take anything away from JoJo and their, oh my and gosh. their family. No, they, they were did great. so nice, so cool. They were awesome. And um, yeah, it was, it was like really fun because that was the first time all of our families, like all of our family, all of their family got to meet. And that was so cool. I think the kids have met before, but um, they were, it was neat. Like, it's exciting. She's bigger than life and so much energy and so fun and sweet and like really kind people. So that was awesome. But this, I also want to say, when we got there and we checked in and, and did all that, the first part of it where it made me feel like, oh, I can't believe we're actually here is the um, the name tags, yes, those iconic name tags, and it had my name on it. Like that is crazy. So I, that was super exciting. And then when we went inside, we've been on sets before that you watch this stuff on TV, and then it seems so massive. And then you get there, and it's like a small studio, but the way the cameras are angled and everything, it looks big. This was huge. Yes, this was as big as it looks on TV. That board is gigantic, and. That was so much fun. It was everything like you would imagine. But And remember, so you know how when the game starts and every, each team is off to the side in a pose and we're like, we'll but it kind of was going really fast. Like, what pose? What do we do? What do we do? So I kind of just stood there. <laughs> like they had great poses. The Siwa family, they had great poses. And we were just like, oh. Um, but it was, they and the uh, their crew was so nice. And, and. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was funny as you would imagine and so cute with the kids. So welcoming. Like, like he made yeah. you feel like like we were friends forever. He was yeah. very good at bring like he came up and looked at me and looked at the girls and he's like, <laughs> "So uh Mark, two daughters, huh?" <laughs> and we both looked at each other cuz I know he has, does he have He has I know he has one. I think he has more than one daughter, but um I think yeah, so it was just really, a, a, what a great experience. You grow up watching game shows. I've always wanted to be on a game show. So if you have a family, apply because you never know and you could get on it. And it is, it is like it was fun. a bucket list thing for sure. And we were playing for Stand Up to Cancer. And even though we didn't win, we still donated. So that was um, cool for that. And it was just super cool. That was great. Even though I was the weak link and the ultimate. Do you think we'll get invited back? Would we ever do it again? I think we can get me a replacement. <laughs> not because I don't want to do it. I'm just, I just know my limits. You know, there's a lot of things I'm good at. Quick thinking is not it. Yeah. If you could have, like, if I could have gotten back to them on my answer yeah. later. Or if you could have Googled it. That would have been nice. Yeah. I no, don't, I think that's frowned upon. That's frowned upon. So, so we just got back from, so that happened a while ago, but we just aired the uh, Family Feud episode. But we, so we just got back yesterday from our trip to the East Coast, New York. We actually went up to Connecticut and saw some friends. So I, as you know, Mark, um, 
born and raised in Louisiana and lived there till I was 25, then moved to New York City. So there is a Yankees player that's from my hometown in Lafayette, Louisiana. Ron Guidry. Ron Guidry, Louisiana, Louisiana Lightning. Lightning. And so we were actually... Yankees fans. My dad is a huge Yankees fan. And I think it became even more so when I moved there. Um, I mean, he's he was a fan before that. But um, So yeah. when we first met, we're dating a few months, maybe a little longer. And your mom and dad came up to New York. And I was doing business with a company that Andy Pettit owned. And I believe it was... Mickey Mantle Day or something yeah, like that, I think you're and right. we brought him your your dad to his first ever Yankees game in Yankee Stadium. In Yankee Stadium, we have pictures of that, and we had Andy Pettit's tickets through his company he owned. I don't I don't personally know Andy Pettit, but and it was amazing. And I still have we still post those pictures all the yeah, time. Yeah, so. he was so excited, and then and then you've taken him to many Yankees games, or you know. Even after that. So I think you guys went to Joe DiMaggio Day. That was, Maybe that was it. It was Joe DiMaggio Day. Two? was the first one. Um, and then we went to a World Series game together. Yep. I took him to a World Series game didn't at he, Yankee Stadium. Didn't you guys see the Red Sox? Which was a crazy game. My mom and I watched it because um, the, the girls were little. But we watched it from the house uh, while you guys were there. And so fast forward to the last... So my dad passed, but the last time you took, you took him, my sister, Cindy, my brother-in-law, I don't, who else was there? Was Spencer Lucas. there? Lucas. And it, into the new Yankee stadium and my, and it got rained out. And it was a celebration for Derek Jeter, his last, his last yes. season playing before he retired. Mm -hmm. And I got great tick, great seats, great tickets, and we're ready to go. And it got rained out. But you went to the we, stadium. We went to the stadium. And then this game, same thing happened. So, and a lot of people, again, don't get to know our whole story from social media and 15 second videos, but there are videos of, <laughs> I grew up, coincidentally, one of the first Yankees games I saw live, I saw Ron Guidry pitch in the 70s, and I've been a diehard fan. I actually did, I modeled for the Yankees catalog in the, in I think 94 and so we have a strong tradition with the Yankee Stadium and the Yankees. And there's videos of both Dixie and Charlie at their at their first Yankees game. And mm -hmm. I said, Charlie, what do you think of your first baseball game? She's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> and I said, what about, wait, this is your first Yankee game? She goes, yes. Because so she had I, went to see her cousins play. Or right. So yeah. it wasn't her first baseball game. And she, she was so little. She, she didn't have teeth. And she corrected me at that point. But... So people don't realize we grew up Yankees fans. Our house was probably 40 miles from Yankee Stadium. And we've been, and I do business with the Yankees. So we've been in and out of the stadium for a while. That's That's been, we. so that was our first, we got into New York on right before. July 1st. July 1st. And the game was the second. The game was the second. And then, So to finish up that is we go, I wore the so my dad, the jacket my dad wore to that game that got ringed out, I have it. And um, I wore it to that game and it got rained out. So I'm, it was cool because it was like, wow, that same thing happened. But I'm wondering if the jacket is bad luck. Yeah. Hmm. 
It was cool. They gave us all jerseys. So we, we did should... the same thing we did for the Sixers where we did Heidi's yeah. first name, Dixie, Charlie, and then I did D'Amelio on the back of mine. So it was really cool to that have a, so have a Yankees, fun. even though the Yankees don't put their names on the back of their jerseys, it's cool to have your name on the back. Yeah. And the Yankees were so gracious and hosted us and were all the kids had fun and- what, even though it was raining, we sat in the rain for a little while just because it was like there was it was still like an energy there, you know. It was cool. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a pause. Heidi's been hydrating, and um, I have to pee. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mark Show, the original D'Amelio. Um, doing a solo bit here, guys. Um, a little bathroom break. And uh, yeah, just talk about everything me for about two to three minutes. So um, yeah, I spilled coffee on my pant leg today. So things aren't going so well. Um, but happy to be here. I wonder if I could, what would I talk about? How could I carry a show for 30 minutes? What would I say? I would just talk, talk about my family. All the things I wouldn't say to their face, I'll say to you people. You know what's the worst thing about Heidi? Guys, let me tell you some stuff about Dixie and Charlie that no one knows. Oh, dear. I think I could do really well with this. And she's back. Pause for the cause. Heidi's back in her seat. We've never, you've never done that before. During this long 20 minutes we've been on. <laughs> hey, you know, I drink a lot of water. And you want to say action again? And action. So we went to the Hamptons. Um, I become good friends with Michael Rubin, who we met at the All-Star Game a couple of years ago. We're in both in the sports license business. I knew of him. I don't think he knew who I was, but we have a bunch of mutual friends and he and I have become really good friends. And he invited us out to this party, which got a lot of media attention. Um, it was a total class operation. Everything was awesome. It was, his house is beautiful. He's such a nice guy, such a generous guy. Mm -hmm. The people that were there, I mean, I'll just talk about people who I know have already seen publicly. Um, Meek Mill was there. Robert Kraft was there. John Bon Jovi was there. Jay-Z was there. And um, then the the D'Amelios, who don't really know that we <laughs> fit into that <laughs> category of people, but we were there and we had a lot of fun. And, and it was a total, just a chill house party that was just probably the not probably it was definitely the best party I've ever I've ever been to and Michael Rubin is such an amazing generous cool guy um and the things he's done for criminal justice reform and his assistance with Meek Mill is just unbelievable but we we had a blast and shout out to Michael um what did you think about it it was so much fun and i think but it's cool because, like, obviously you have a relationship with Michael, but also his daughter and our daughters are friends, which I think when you have your kids are friends and then the parents 
like it's just a natural friendship there. It makes it even that much more fun. And so um, we always enjoy hanging out with him and them and um, because there's so many things that work for it. You know, it's like it's really fun. But the the party was amazing and and everybody was just so nice and I, I don't know. I think people it, it, it's it's a house party. But when you're in a house like that, this house is amazing and gigantic and beautiful and overlooking the ocean it was just <laughs> like it doesn't look like a house party because no, m- most houses i've been to don't look like that so it was just really fun and we're so appreciative that we were invited and it was really really cool I, I think the way it works for us is and i've said this before the fact that we all do it together there's that always that common the common denominator of us being together. So before all this happened, we're together and it's still happening. So it's almost like we're characters in, in this play movie show where, but we know it's, we know it's real. And I, I being the age that I am, I've kind of learned that people are people and, and, People have insecurities, and although they're super famous, they're they're still people. And I would never consider myself anything but a, a dad, a husband, a human being struggling through the same thing everyone else is struggling with. And we've realized that. Like, we've met Tom Brady and understand that as much as Tom Brady is the GOAT, his kids look at him as he's a dad just like I'm a dad and he probably embarrasses his kids the way I embarrass my kids. So we're all human beings. We all put our pants on one leg at a time. And and that's kind of how I deal with it. How about you? It is uh, when you're at these places like the ESPYs or or things like that, those feelings do come up where you're like, how are we like, how, I don't know, especially around athletes. Like I feel is like such a fan while I'm there, um, but when you get the response back, it's like, okay, maybe it's not so crazy that we're here and we are doing our thing. Obviously, we're not athletes, but we are doing our thing that um, puts us in these situations to be, you know, at something like the ESPYs. But I don't know. I think it's just, I think now that life is opening and we're going to places and the reaction that we're getting, I think when we were, uh, like everyone was home in quarantine, it was harder to realize that this is real. Like there are people that like what we're doing and follow along on the journey. And I think but it was hard to wrap your head around it. Now that we're in public and people are coming up and, you know, there's people that are crying and like, you know, you've got me th- through hard times to Dixie or Charlie or I can relate to you or, you know, I have anxiety too or whatever it is that people connect with the girls or you or me. I mean, I get a lot of moms that message me and, you know, this being a parent is hard and <laughs> I'm, I am still that and that's always going to be first and foremost is parenting our daughter. So I don't know. I think seeing people and having that real life in-person conversation that they've connected with what we're doing makes it feel like, okay, then I, 
we do well, this is real and this is what's happening and and embrace it in the best way and like how can i be the best me i can be so that i can even connect with more people and meet more people and hear their stories so yeah i think it's it's a balance there's definitely and i think the people that i'm in awe of sometimes are totally different than the people that dixie and charlie are in awe of and probably there's people that you see that you're like oh my god that person is someone that i either look up to or inspired mm-hmm. me and it, it it it's a it's a balance and we definitely know we're very lucky to be put in the situations we're in and i'm very appreciative of all these incredible people we've we've been able to meet and yeah i guess sometimes i do pinch myself when we're sitting mm-hmm across from people and having a conversation with, with, with someone. So it's just a balance. And also I feel like for, for me, when we're in, when we're out and about just even when we're in New York and we're and walking around, like how much I want to like share that with even more people, more like people that I know that are great at what they do as creators or are in that space of the digital space or whatever and, and bring them along for the ride with us and show people, but look at them. Like, I'm, I like, I want to do more of that. And I think as time goes on, we will be able to do more of that. So that's, that's like exciting to me. I agree. So we're on the roof and the fireworks went off and it was just like one of those times that you just have to pinch yourself and mm-hmm. say, wow, this was so cool that, um, it was just, it was a re- really cool party and I was so appreciative of him. And it was so good to be back in the East coast. You know what I do want to talk about is there was, I was concerned for New York getting back into the, the groove after COVID and New York was buzzing. New York city. Yeah. That energy is back and it was really cool to be there. It was really, it, it was a lot of fun and it's, it's definitely, people often ask me, you know, do you like California? Do you miss the East coast? Do you miss New York? And I haven't been able to, the, to give a good answer yet because we've been inside a lot for this last year when we were in COVID things weren't open. We, we haven't really got to experience, been able to experience California the way it probably was two or three years ago. And, um, I don't think we've been away from New York long enough or away from Connecticut long enough to really miss it. And I've been back probably three or four times since we've been out in California. So what, what are what are your thoughts on California? Not versus New York, just in comparison to New York. I mean, I'm, I, I still really don't have a good answer for that because we haven't really experienced California. I mean, there's so much here we haven't done that I want to do a little bit more. It's it's just different. It's just be you know, I've lived in Louisiana my whole life and then I've lived in in, in New York slash Connecticut and I can tell you those differences because it's been time. You know, I need more time. I love the weather here uh, in California. I'm there's <laughs> I won't like battle any I will battle anybody on that, but it's just I need time. Like you, you bring up an excellent point because I'm always trying to say like, which one is <laughs> what, like, which one am I going to like the most or right. which one am I? And now that you just got me thinking the same way 
when you just said Louisiana, like I love Louisiana. I, I don't necessarily want to live there, but when we go down there, I feel at home down mm-hmm. there. And so I could love Louisiana. I could love the Bahamas. Right. I could love Connecticut. I could love New York and I could love California. I could love them all at the same time. And they all offer so having such to, different things without having to pick one. Yeah. You are big on that. Like, yeah, which one do you like better? I'm like, why can't I like them both? I don't know. Yeah. What, what is well, which that? one do you like the most? No, oh, I, I like them all. We just we just covered that. But what is that? What is that whole thing you do? What is it? I don't like, know. I think you need to sit with yourself on that one. Get back to me next week. So we went to um, Connecticut. So fun. You know what was funny about that? Uh, we we went to a bowling alley and um, a bunch of our friends came. And the next day, the text, we're all texting. That was so fun. Is the separate people texting separately talked about the energy. Like, I just thought that was interesting. Like, I think, I think in general, like if you don't see someone for a while and then you see them like, and and there's a whole and there's four of us and then the friends so there's like a lot of people and then there's all these connections and so um i guess it does bring energy to a room but it was fun what and then the music and the bowling and the competition of the bowling and we we didn't have a ton of time um so we we wanted to do a couple of things we wanted to go back to our our pool club and go out to dinner there in which is where the kids kind of grew up. And then there's a ice cream shop called Mr. Frosty's, which my sister Mimi worked at as a kid. And they have this really cool outdoor vibe. The only issue we had is it was, if anybody saw on social media, it was an incredible rainstorm. And it was, it took us like, it usually takes an hour and 20 minutes to get to Connecticut, maybe an hour and 10 minutes. It took us at least three hours to get there. And, so I was trying to figure out a place where we can all go and socialize with with f- all different friends from my friends from elementary school, high school, college. And we picked a bowling alley and my buddy Mark Suda set it all up and we got there that we we had the whole it was it's a really cool bowling alley called Pinstripes in Norwalk and they gave us this whole the, they kept the place open. We didn't get there till 10 30 and they mm-hmm. opened it we had it open till two in the morning and it was so much fun. it was absolutely fun and there was a really cool energy and the girls had fun and noah and chase were there and erica was there it was just it was just a blast we had a really was, good time yeah it was it was nice to see the two you know um the, the those worlds haven't haven't come together yet the girls friends and our friends from back home so that was not in that kind of way with so many people but uh so it was nice like for everyone to meet and uh, you know and then and then like noah or chase or got would get on a bowling lane with you know my cousin and then a friend you went to high school with or something like that like the mixture of everybody was so fun and like everybody hands down i think chase said that was like one of his best nights was there 
you know, one of the most fun times was there. Obviously. And my my sister, usually when we go, since we've been living in California, when we go home, we always make it a point to see my mom and my sister. And this time we just couldn't because of our schedules. So, and my mom just had knee surgery, so she couldn't come to the bowling alley. But my sister ended up coming with my with my nephew. So it was just a really cool group of, of and, and couple, two of my friends from college were happened to coincidentally be in, in Norwalk that night. So it was just uh, an awesome time. And my buddy world from Queens actually drove all the way up from Queens to Norwalk. He's like, I don't care wherever you guys are in town. I want to come hang out. So and my nephew was there and Lucas was his there. Girlfriend. So, so fun. That was really cool. So our, Last day in New York. So we got back from Connecticut. We did. So we did Yankees. We did the party in the Hamptons. We were staying in New York City and we went to Connecticut. Dinner at Carbone. We had dinner at Carbone's. That was shout out Carbone. Um, And then we went to the ESPYs. Yes. In New York City, (laughs) on a pier, outdoor, rooftop. So cool. What are your thoughts, Heidi? First of all, it was so beautiful. And just the backdrop of the stage was just amazing. It was over, you know, on the water and the, it was beautiful. And talk about an energy in the air, you know, and you have all these unbelievably talented athletes, whether it were college or professional and all leagues and just, uh, I, I don't know, like it was I, I've never done that before. So um, also people look very different when they're dressed up and you're used to seeing them like in like jerseys and hats or helmets or whatever. Um, so, you know, I, I was a little surprised that people knew who we were because that's always odd to me. Always. Um, obviously, we know who they are. And it was just... Every, I think just the whole, I mean, obviously I didn't, we didn't talk, get to talk to everybody, but it was just such a nice vibe and everybody was like trying to meet everybody. And we met the nicest people and even their, the crew and the, the, I don't know, just like they were so helpful. Like we didn't know what we were doing. Like the girls didn't know where they needed to be. And they were just like, okay, we're going to, you know, they just like really... And that wasn't just for us. That was for, you could see it for everybody. Some some of these athletes have been there many times, I'm sure. So they had a better handle on it. But um, it was just, everybody was so nice. And I, I, I did hear a lot of, like, you got, you, your kids got us through quarantine with, you know, the, uh, the social media and all that. So that was like, whoa. Like, they, it's just I don't know. It blows my mind to to hear that. And it's like really flattering. So that was cool. And anyone that knows our family, knows me, knows I'm a diehard, graduated from UConn, diehard UConn basketball fan, both men's and women's. And our table area section was right next pod. to- Pod. It was a pod. It was called a pod, babe. Mm-hmm. Was right next to Paige Booker's pod. And she- um, is was a UConn freshman this year and has done great things, had an incredible um, acceptance speech. And so I'm looking at her like, you know, loving UConn and being a graduate. And she looks over at me and waves at us. (laughs) And then I met her mom and her mother said her younger, younger daughter is a huge 
Charlie fan. And so we FaceTimed her and Dixie and a fan of both Charlie and Dixie. And we FaceTimed them. And I think the girls followed her on Instagram, but that was like, (laughs) and and the mom was like, are you guys going to be up at at UConn? I'm like, yeah, we get to a couple of games and she's definitely come. And so that was, that was a lot of, she was so nice. They were all so nice. And, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're looking at them like, whoa, they're like, I can't believe I get to meet them. You know what I mean? It was really cool. And we're just like super fortunate to be able to do that. So many cool people. And again, I got the, it wasn't just me at the MTV Music Awards that, I mean, the MTV um, TV Awards (laughs) that gets nervous. I'm nervous for my kids. They're walking in, like, they're walking down this flight of steps, it's starting to rain. Dixie also- in, It's live. Dixie also in the Hamptons walked out of the door and slipped on the steps. And and so I have that in my head mm-hmm. from, from that. And then they have to read a teleprompter and they have to know all, everyone's names. And I'm, and I'm sitting there going, and they just come out and they did a good job. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what am I, I worried I think about? they were- uh- a little nervous. They didn't know. I don't think they realized it was live till like maybe an hour before we were going there. And they're like, oh, wait, it's live. And meanwhile, you and I have been talking about this for days to each other and like <gasps> making sure they have the pronunciation yeah. of everyone's name because it will get if they make a mistake, it just like everything now gets replicated a million times and posted on Twitter and posted on of. everywhere. So the added pressure of of dotting your I's and crossing your T's and making sure everything's perfect has to be and following a teleprompter has to be and not slipping on wet stairs and that floor so slippery was so slippery because we walked on it like a little bit like to get to our seats, but whoa it was like uh what's it called when it's like shiny um like lacquered yes (gasps) my heart was racing but you don't make it better you're like i'm so nervous you're sitting kind of like wait i say it like that yes a little bit like behind me but to the left because the way that i think sometimes i just like it's just my nervous because i'm not like that i like i kind of just like i'm not gonna it almost like I don't know. I'm not going to get nervous or worry about something until there's something to worry about. Mm. Because it just causes too much stress. Yes. That, and, that, well, and then and then what? Nothing happens. We were all nervous and worried for nothing. Yeah. I'd so like, why'd I, you do that to me? I got my heart rate up. Well, at hey. least I probably burned some calories. Which oh, there you go. Right so. side. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark. I'm Heidi. Follow me on all my socials at Heidi D'Amelio. Follow me on all my socials at Mark D'Amelio. I think you should be a voiceover actor. Do you think? Yeah. Yes. I think I sound too stuffy. Mm. Like a little nasally, kind of like snuffleupagus. Well, you do have a deviated septum. You should get that fixed. What do you think about my snuffleupagus impression? I think it's really good. Do anybody of the listeners know who snuffleupagus is? Yeah. Hi, bird. How are you? (laughs) Okay. I'm snuffleupagus. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Tuning in. Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.